Okay, great. Hello, uh, Mark Howard here. Welcome to the teleseminar today. Uh, just got the recording started, as you know. Um, it gets posted to my website and people can download any of the past teleseminars, in, um, including today's. So got the recording started. want to welcome everyone. Um, we're going to go uh, close to about an hour's time. I have some things to say about the topic today of uh, generosity and gratitude. And then just open it up to here if you have any thoughts or questions um, or comments you want to make in your own understanding of the principles. Um, if you want to um, ask a question or share any thoughts you have, you need to uh, hit star 2 on your phone and then that will show me on my panel here that you have a question and I'll get to you. So again, welcome and um, we'll get started. Um, so I'm going to talk about for about 20 minutes or so and then check in with people. Um, but I really love this topic because, um, you know, for me, uh, in the 33 years I've spent um, learning the principles and deepening my understanding of the principles, uh, and uh, also um, helping mentor uh, people who want to share the principles or include the principles in their practice. You know, when we talk at the level of the principles or listen to Sidney Banks speak about uh, principles and so forth, it, it's nothing you can really understand intellectually, you know. A mind, thought, and consciousness, you, you, you get realizations or insights into them. A thought occurs that helps you get a glimpse of what they're about. So they're not really anything you can actually use in a way or, or, or try to find intellectually. But at times in my attending Sydney Bank seminars in the past or in a meeting with him, and they're now in, on the videos he has out, you will see at times that, for me anyhow, he offers some guidance that to me is practical. I just see it as practical because I can do that. And one of the things he keeps referring to is the feeling of this understanding, you know, the feeling of the principles. And he always says it's always love and understanding. And when I first heard that, it really gave me a, a peace because... I knew I could do that. I knew I knew how to look there. Um, what I what I had missed in the past in my life is that I didn't know that's all it is. See, I didn't know that that's where you want to live. Um, so um, before understanding the principle, like everybody, um, I got into all of the thoughts I created and was living in reality, different levels of reality. So. But he would say it's really all love and understanding that that righted me. It got me back to um, where to look, where to correct to. And the minute I look at love and understanding, I know what that's about. I can find that feeling. And so I want to talk a little bit about that because um, I really think, um, to me, that that's so important for people to see that it's already within us. It's the energy, I believe. It's really the formless energy coming into form, you know, calling it love, calling it understanding. It's a form then, but it comes from the formless energy of the principle, and it's really what we are. Um, so it was easy for me to point myself back to that, uh, to, to keep looking there. So when I, again, like when I first heard him say that, I thought to myself, well, Oh man, that's easy to do. I know where how to go there. So, um, and generosity and gratitude really is uh, a, a form of love and understanding. So, I want to talk there with you for a, a little bit. Um, you know, I talk a lot on on the videos that I've shared uh, in Three Principles movies, and also just kind of sent out to people. And when I talk at seminars. I share about the, you know, that insight I, 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 I found about how thought creates um, our uh, experience. I talk about that a lot, but through the years, there have been many times I have had insights and realizations that come to me, 
And one of the ones that uh, happened to me was kind of a soft occurrence in my mind in that I was with a group of us who were learning the principles and listening to Sidney Banks talk to us. And um, I don't know, you know, at that time, I saw that thought-creating experience and I would teach from that. And I was a bit intellectual in my teaching. And um, he kind of said to us, have you ever been to church? And um, in my youth, I went to church. And and when I went to church, this calm came over me. And uh, it really it was a was was uh, I didn't see it then. But what actually happened is, when I went into church, I left all of my worries, all of my concerns, my resentments left. I just put them. I, they just went out of my mind. And I got into the beautiful feeling of being in a community of people in that hour of church. And he said, that's the feeling. If you've ever been, that's the feeling you look for. And so early on, that woke me up. It brought me to the fact that it's about a feeling. Uh, This whole understanding really is about a feeling. And so um, because I knew about that feeling, it started to help me see that um, that's really where to look rather rather than look in all of the thinking I'm creating. So, um, love and understanding. That's Sidney Banks always tells us to look there. So, love, really, I think what he means by that is this pure energy we are. Purely uh, getting into the feeling of being mine. A feeling that's always there for people, always there for us. Um, And it's kind of what he calls pure in the sense that when you're really in that feeling... It has no attachment to it. It's not like you're feeling love because of, you see, because of anything outside of yourself. You're just in the, immersed in this feeling state that people call love. And it, it really is beyond you. It, it takes you beyond your own personal concerns, your own personal worries. Um, there really isn't thinking about you. Um, once in a while he'll talk about ego or sense of self-importance. It really doesn't, isn't something that exists, but it takes you beyond your own personal thinking. And in that feeling state, you feel the connection to everyone. And um, uh, that's really what you're looking for. Once you find it, that's it. And um, that's mental health, that's feeling. And, um, and so... Um, with that comes uh, what he talks about understanding. And understanding for me, this is just me, you'll find your own meaning of that. Understanding is that you see that life uh, life is working perfectly through the principle. That's the understanding that I see what he means. And that is that you see other people and the way they're acting and the way they're presenting themselves is perfect according to the fact that they are acting from their thinking, that they are presenting themselves from the thought, from the power of thought, from, from thought, from thought creating an experience for them, a reality they're living in. And that's the perfect uh, aspect of life, that all of us all the time are living at the uh, 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 at the product of our thinking, we're we're living from our thinking, from what's being created through the power we have to think, through thought, see? And that's the perfection of understanding. And it helps me a great deal and has helped my clients in their relationships and has helped the practitioners that I mentor to have, to get connected to that sense of understanding. You see, because it helps couples because when they really can have understanding for their partner, they see that their partner's behavior is coming from some kind of thinking. They're living in the, the, the they're living at some level of consciousness given by their thinking. So uh, it it helps uh, uh, people in relationship not take it personally, not get into opinions about it or into judgments about it. They see with understanding the human condition of their partner, that their partner is just like them, 
creating reality moment to moment through thought, and that thought is acted out in behavior, you know, the reality you're living in. Um, and that's helped couples a tremendous amount because when they see that, they get to the feeling of understanding, love and understanding, and that gives them remedies, ways to handle people at all levels of thinking that their partner just get into. Um, so I was just talking about that with a couple last night, you know, and uh, the wife was talking about how overwhelmed she was feeling raising two kids and having to work. And uh, we were talking together about that, had her talk to her husband about it, and guided her husband to see that through understanding. And his heart went out to her. Once he saw her through understanding that her thinking was at that level, and rather than him thinking he had to solve it or have an opinion about it or take it personal, once he saw it through understanding, he went out and held her hand. So it's, it, once you find understanding, love and understanding work together and take care of things for you. As practitioners, it's helped too a great deal as they find understanding for themselves. You know, many practitioners that I've mentored um, have really um, can, been very critical toward themselves about, you know, uh, not teaching the principles well or getting caught up or losing connection with their clients and helping them see that you know, you have to see that with understanding that in the human condition, you have a whole range of thinking and sometimes um, you don't see it in a way that um, you can shift it or adjust to it and you only realize you could have thought better later and, you you know, you can't use that against yourself. You just want to have understanding for yourself. That true thought, you were in a session at that level of thinking and... Um, now, when you're driving home, you see it at a different level, so you use understanding for yourself as well. Anyhow, that's the understanding part for me. Now, I, that's how I see it. Uh, love and understanding that should guide us toward the understanding for me is that you see everyone in life is acting perfectly through the principle. They're creating reality through their thinking moment to moment and they're acting from that. And you have that understanding that allows you to connect to people at the human condition. Now, it doesn't mean you like it or not. It doesn't have anything to say about wrong or evaluating or anything because when you have that understanding for somebody, you're not evaluating. Evaluating is you're at a level of not understanding what's going on. Uh, and in that love, in that feeling of understanding, you get guided. Your wisdom will give you things to think that will help you. You know, I share several stories where um, I had understanding for someone that um, uh, used to cause me to get reactive to them, and I understood that they were coming from a certain level of thinking. And then in that feeling, I saw how to help. I saw how to solve it. I saw how to make the relationship better. So for some, I just apologized and let people know I wanted to do better. At others, I just kind of explained what was going on for me. Anyhow, I just wanted to share with you a, a, a beginning point that helped me a great deal early on in learning the principles and continues to help me. Again, when we hear the principles being shared, you can't intellectually get them. So when Sidney Banks kind of guided us in terms of more practical pointers, he pointed us to the fact that it's love and understanding. And when you, for me, I saw that and I saw that, oh man, I can do that. That's something that I could look toward and it helped me a great deal. And I was just sharing with you what love and understanding meant to me. Now, the generosity and gratitude of the topics today to me, are forms of love and understanding. In the feeling of love and understanding, you get different uh, thoughts, different ways that love and understanding manifest through you, through the principle. And sometimes they manifest as generosity and sometimes as gratitude and sometimes in many other ways. But I wanted to speak about generosity and gratitude, particularly because it's been coming up a lot in my work with clients and with 
practitioners. And I want to tell you a funny story about generosity. Not really a funny story, but the impact of it. And this happened to me prior to any understanding of the principles, but it speaks to the depth of this feeling of generosity. So I remember um, um, as a youngster, a young man, I was, you know, like I said, going to church, and I would get into this deep feeling because all of my personal thinking left. And, um, you know, they would always pass around a donation kind of basket to put donation in. And I was so high in the feeling of love and understanding that generosity came to me in the sense of, like, just emptying my wallet in there, you know. just It just came to me to empty my wallet, you know. And so that's the depth at which, uh, you know, you find the expression of love and understanding the pure energy of the principles, and it gets formed through thought in different ways. One way is generosity. But I have been seeing it a lot in the couples that I have been working with this month in that they've come in and recorded a week where they kind of really look out for each other, where, um, you know, one one partner has shared how they were so... Um, um, uh, rigid about a certain way that they should tackle something in their relationship. And they got to this feeling of love and understanding and they just felt this generosity and gave up that rigidity. They just said, oh, we'll do it your way. Uh, that's a great idea too. And I don't need to really do it my way. The need to be right, the need to uh, control, you know, the need to all, that we all get into leads when people get into this feeling of generosity. And I feel it, I see it too with the practitioners I'm mentoring and the practitioners and coaching in that uh, they are finding more feeling of generosity to really get back to the feeling of being of service. And, you know, they kind of got caught up into their, their insecurities about not knowing enough teaching principles or how to share it right, all that. And once that left and they got to this deep feeling of what we're calling love and understanding, they saw that they were really in a position of being of service to their client, this feeling of generosity, going beyond their self, going beyond their own thinking that would limit their capacity to really share. And they got into the feeling of generosity of giving through this act of service. And that's been talked about this last month a lot. So that's why I wanted to talk about um, generosity and gratitude. Generosity helps you all over the place because it moves you beyond your own position, huh? your own stance, wherever you are. It could be in a market. It could be shopping for, I don't know, items, you know. It could be uh, in your relationship. It, it could be with a friend. When you get to the feeling that it moves you beyond your position with them, and it allows you to, to give from your heart. And that's like what I shared yesterday. This uh, partner gave his his wife, he he gave her this generosity of his um, of, of, of his heartfelt feelings and gave to her rather than telling her, well, she should just get through it or, you know, uh, buckle up or let's just, uh, you know, whatever it is, right? He moved from trying to fix it to being generous and giving of himself. And it shifted the whole feeling in the room. Very powerful. But it's not that you look to be generous. You see, that's just the difference with understanding of the principles compared to strategies. You don't look to be generous. You just look to be, you just look to love and understanding. And if generosity is needed, the intelligence you are will give it to you. You'll get a thought to be generous, what we call generosity. Gratitude is the same thing. It's a form of the pure energy of the principles, the pure love and understanding. Gratitude. And again, I, I'm bringing this up for this teleseminar because many people have been speaking to me about that. 
and um, it's coming from my clients this month. Really, I don't know what it is in the water these these days, but they talk about you know with me they they're sharing an insight they found about the principle. And then they're saying they're so thankful that they are able to see the nature of thought a little more. They get into this feeling of being grateful that they have been able to get a glimpse of these principles and how it's helped them uh, handle life in a better way for them. Someone was just talking to me today, actually, um, about how they're, they're seeing more about the principles and how they're starting to realize more about thought and how it's really helped them in their family, in their marriage, he, you know, as a father and a husband. And uh, he said, you know, he's a very um, controlling person, a very neat freak at home. And as he's been understanding the principles before more, he's gotten to this deeper feeling, which we're calling love and understanding. And he's been able to be grateful for seeing this. And what it's allowed him to do is give up a lot of this um, controlling. And it's allowed him to see that his kids and his wife have good ideas too. He's been able to be more flexible. And when he shared that with me today, he just said, I am so thankful that I'm able to see this now. And so um, that's gratitude, you see. Gratitude is, it gets us back to the beauty of what we have become a part of that moves us into a neutral state, not in a state that we have to do more. And it allows us to live at higher levels of consciousness, really, higher levels of understanding. Now, it's not that um, you go to gratitude in order to live at a higher level of consciousness. I really think that your thinking has already changed through a realization that's brought you to a higher level of consciousness and gratitude shows itself there for you. It's something for you to use. And, um, you know, I mean, I mean, people know this is important. You, you look at some of the Sunday morning programs where um, there's a kind of a, a preacher speaking, like Joel Osteen has a, half-hour show, and he's been talking about gratitude, you know. Uh, but he talks about it slightly in a way of it's something to do, something to, to go for. But it's not really what we're talking about together today. We're just talking about how when you get a glimpse of the principles and you get to that feeling of that understanding, the intelligence of mind, the wisdom you're about, will give you uh, what you need to be generous or to have gratitude. It will just occur to you. You don't have to take a, a workshop to learn how to be grateful or generous. You don't have to read books about it. But it isn't that you don't read books about it. It's just that you don't need to read them in order to get a skill. It's already built into you. If that, that's what I heard many years ago when um, Sydney had talked to a group of us and said, well, do you ever get to church? You know, do you ever have that feeling? And when he talks about love and understanding, I know that. When I go there, when I go to that feeling, then it forms. It will form in different ways. Um, So both generosity and gratitude are kind of healing. They, 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 They take care of you. There are ways that love and understanding form to take care of you in your current situation. So again, going back to my clients last night, the act of generosity for the, from this husband took care of his wife. He took care of the relationship. And um, we were able to talk more about that's really where you want to look, you know, to help both of them see that's really where you want to look. You don't want to keep coming up with solutions for each other. You want to come up with this feeling for each other, this under understanding of what each other goes up against in, in their own thinking. So these feelings, um, these formation, these forms of the principle, really, 
generosity and gratitude um, are, are mental health. That's mental health. You, When you're in those feeding states, you're completely healthy. If you want to look at it in those terms, huh? Because really, as I said earlier, you're beyond your own self. You can't really be in the pure feeling of love and understanding and manifest generosity and be in your concerns and your worries and um, in your positions about your own ideas being better than somebody else's. Uh, you can't be into into your own personal thinking. You're beyond yourself. When you're beyond yourself, you're in the purity of love and understanding, which is what you are, and uh, there's nothing damaged there, you know? There's no kind of so-called illness, mental illness there. It doesn't exist, really. So I just wanted to talk a bit today in this direction, mainly because of two things. Like I said earlier, I'm just kind of repeating myself, but saying it again, that um, we're all on a journey to, you know, evolve and deepen our understanding of the principle. And there's no way you can intellectually do that. You keep looking to them, you keep reflecting, and you get glimpses of what they mean for yourself. But you really can look toward love and understanding. You really can. I think so. Uh, Not to give you something to do, but kind of something that's practical in a way, you know, that makes sense, that you have been already there, so you know what it's like. And when you head there, you come to the purity of the energy principle, and it takes you beyond yourself. So one reason I wanted to talk with you about this today is because it talks a little bit more about, you know, a practical way uh, you can use your understanding. The other piece I wanted to talk with you about is just to share with you um, about how these deep feelings of love and understanding manifest through generosity and gratitude. And how when that occurs to you, you're right. That's really where you want to look. That's really what you want to follow. Because the minute you feel that love and understanding and peace, generosity comes and that guides you. It tells you where to go. It tells you what to say. It tells you how to look at things. It tells you where to give. You see? Now, before I knew this was really true, this was coming from the truth of the spiritual nature of us, that was good. You know, I thought, okay, that's great. I'm there. That's a really great feeling. And then I would go into all of my other thinking. I didn't know that uh, generosity and gratitude is really what I was looking for. And that was the generosity and gratitude, uh, generosity and gratitude were the forms of the manifestations of the energy of the principle, you see. I didn't know that you live, you want to live there. Not that you, you know, not that you do that, huh? You just want to, you know, you, you kind of get caught up in things and you want to look back to uh, love and understanding. You want to write your ship that way. And then when you get to that feeling, it manifests. Um, so I didn't know that. So that's why I wanted to, to bring it out today is because that's really when you find yourself in generosity, when you find yourself in gratitude, you're home. You're home. And what will form in thought from being in that level of, of consciousness, what will form is your guidance. It will tell you how to use it. And it may just be like my client today said, I'm just so thankful but what I've seen, well, man, that goes a long way. And it then moves into, I'm just so thankful that I listen to my wife and my kids now. You see, it humbles us. And that humbleness allows us to, to live more in connection with other people. Um, so that's why I wanted to share these points with you today. Really, it's not about developing the skills of this. It's not about you need more of it. You already have it. You have infinite amount of it. You have infinite amount uh, there to manifest through you. Um, but it's about keeping an eye open to 
when those feelings manifest through you and to see that that's home. That's where your guidance comes from. Um, so, um, just wanted to share that today. Talk for a bit here, quite a bit actually. Um, so I just want to check in with people. We've got a lot of people on today. We probably won't be able to get all of you in. But, you know, again, as you've heard, if some of you have heard the past seminars, Whenever we hear from anybody, we really, it really helps us get a deeper feeling, doesn't it? So if anybody has a comment they want to make or share something or a question, uh, hit star two and um, I will see that and I will uh, have you come in. Um, so that's all you got to do is hit star two. Really? Don't don't be shy, uh, you know, and don't think that you have to come in with something great. <laughs> you know, just anything that's come up for you maybe in this past month about the principles or anything in your life um, about them that you'd like to share, anything about today's topic. Well, for now, you're kind of stuck with me then talking. <laughs> you know, during the next, uh, oh, 20 minutes, if you, um, really have a comment or a question, really feel free to share. You know, I always say this to people when, uh, I would attend seminars or, you know, there would be small group meetings. I was just so blessed to be a part of in the early 80s when all of us were learning the principle that Sid would come to, you know, and he'd start off and say, does anybody have any questions? And I'd be just too too nervous, too insecure to ask them. But I had questions. Now I think, oh, my God, I wish I would have asked the questions. I mean, they were great meetings with him, no doubt. But um, I, I just wish I would have, would, ask, would have asked them. Um, I'm not saying I'm Sydney Banks, you know, at all. But, you know, if you have questions or something to share, we learn from one another. You know, um, I'm on kind of on this roll right now. But here, you know, this this whole thing about my doing teleseminars was not for me. It was to it was this idea that came to me of us being a community together, and this was a way once a month to get together and uh, talk. And uh, I've all, my my dream has always been that there's a community like a town hall. That's what I call them, a town hall, where we all talk together. And it just so happened that teleseminars was the way it formed. And then I do the talking. <laughs> but really, it's meant to, to be all of us sharing together. Um, that's, the, that's the piece of this. So, again, whenever it feels like right for you to share or, or whatever, do so, really. Uh, it really is the, the dream of the teleseminars to have a community where we have kind of a town hall forum on something, topic, you know. So, um, so where where do we go with this, you know? Um, you know, being touched by the humanness of another person is just a beautiful thing because when you're touched by the humanness of another person, in other words, when you see that when you see them from the understanding that they are manifesting thought like you and you hear their thinking and you see what they're up against in their thinking, your heart connects. You connect with that you are both the same. You're already connected. You know, you are already both part of mind right there. It doesn't look that way, but when you and hear what another person, look to what another person is up against, you feel that connection. I don't know, this story keeps coming to me, so I'll just share it. It has nothing to do with homelessness. It has nothing to do with the particulars of that. But um, years ago, when my son, he's now like 
36, okay? So he was in high school. He had a project uh, of, because he had taken a photo class, a photo class, you know, taking pictures. And um, so he had to do something in the community with photos. So I don't know. He got this idea of going up to the area in San Francisco where there are a lot of homeless people and getting to know them and taking see if they would allow us to take pictures. So we went up. And, um, you know, and so we would see people who were homeless. We'd go up to them and say hello and, and uh, then, you know, see if there would be, if he would be open to taking a picture. Well, here's the beauty of this. When we met people who were homeless and they talked to us about themselves, you're, you're just connected. You just saw the humanness that you and they are. There's nothing about homelessness once we started to talk. That whole stereotype, that whole thinking, that whole personal thinking left. And we both, my son and I and the person we were talking with, felt this love and understanding. Every single person. And it just, uh, it's just a story about how we're all connected and how um, you can, with understanding where other people are up against and listening to what they're up against, you get the feeling of connection. You get the feeling of love and understanding. And you, it was really funny how generosity would manifest. Generosity from us, generosity from them. Because, you know, they were generous to allow us to take a photo, but they were also generous in giving us advice. They gave my son a lot of advice about living life. And we felt generosity toward them. And when we left, we were deeply grateful to have connected with human beings on such a deep level so that what their outside appearance or what their labels were did not exist. And that's the beauty of living in the understanding of the principle and you finding deeply in you love and understanding is because the categories don't exist. It goes beyond you even being you. You're really invested in the other person. You're really reaching out to the other person. And that's a very, very powerful part of understanding the principle that no other approach gives us. So I just saw a hand go up, um, and it's in New York City, and there's something here called affordable drug. So I don't know who that is, but I'm going to, you're on now. Hello? Uh-oh. Did we lose you? Um, so there was somebody here. Oh, there you are. Affordable. I'm going to get you on right now. Oh, there you are. Okay. Whoever is affordable drug calling from yes, the hello? Hi. Yes. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I, I have a question. Good. Um, yes. if, if you feel, let's say I feel that somebody is um, not acting properly, but I know where the person is coming from. I know that through their, their thinking, through their understanding, through what, the way they're thinking, that's why they're doing it. They're not doing it because they're not nice or they're mean or anything. I I see it. I see that they're doing it because they're made from a place of what they think is love or what they think is good. But but the way I see it, I I think I I don't think that's the case. So if I go over to them to try to explain it from a place that I understand that they that they understand it differently. Can I still rebuke them? Because, but I'm, I don't know where I'm coming from exactly. I, I think they're doing something wrong. So is that already judgmental or is that um, I'm not being upset at them. I'm just trying to explain it to them. So I followed you. I thought you were fine all the way to uh, rebuking them. So here's the thing. I think you're right on. I think you're looking in the right direction. Um, being able to understand that where people are coming from through the principles and that that's why they're acting the way they are 
doesn't mean you can't talk to them about what you notice, you see. But it's coming from a different place. It's coming from, um, I don't know, a place of non-judgmental place. But it's still be, you're still going to be able to, in the feeling state, tell somebody you don't like what it is or you don't like being talked to the way you are or you would like to see it another way or even invite them to talk about it with you. The feeling in you will be different. So rebuking isn't in there. But um, because, again, that that's a little off uh, understanding. But you can actually tell somebody through the understanding you're, you're saying, with the understanding you're saying, um, you can talk to somebody about what you don't like. See, because the understanding takes care of you. See, because like when I uh, take that on, I'm really, what, what, how it guides me, I'm not saying it'll guide you the same way, but how it guides me is the same, you know, I really can understand where you're coming from. I really am not trying to um, uh, come from a place of being um, angry with you or um, criticizing you. But I just want to share something that doesn't feel right to me, and I like to talk about it. So there's ways that you have you have a whole different tone and a whole different feeling state that really does have some impact on the other person when you go to talk to them, if that's what you choose to do. See, if that's what you choose to do. But um, the only thing that threw me a little bit around how deeply you see what, what you are seeing is you can't, thinking about rebuking. Um, you you know, it, 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 that's coming from kind of, a, to me, uh, um, seeing that um, you've got to do, kind of coming from a more personal stance. But otherwise, everything you said is right on. So... Having an understanding of um, that they're doing this from their particular level of thinking, and um, uh, so uh, to go approach that means that you know you got to be open to having a dialogue for a little while around it too, so that it it isn't kind of like a it isn't kind of like something that may um, remedy the first time you talk about it. But you, you know, if you go from an understanding that you too are, you know, you're going to talk to them the best way you can given the thinking you're in right now and that, you know, you're telling them you're going to try to do your best in talking to them about it, all of that helps people listen to you. And that's really what you want in a situation like this is somebody to, to listen to you. And if you go to them with understanding that uh, you see that it's not a personal thing. It's about the way they're thinking. Um, I think that'll help you. Thank you very much. Anybody else have anything that um, they want to ask? Any other? Anybody else want to share anything? You know, one of the things here, um, I just love that, you know, you shared that situation because um, the only thing that can take away the feeling you have toward another person is the way you think about them, right? So if you know that there's a place to get to when you approach somebody on a delicate issue, that you want to have yourself as best you can in a certain place of understanding, then you could be anyway. You know, you could actually confront somebody. You, it isn't that you become a passive person. It's just that what happens with that understanding is that the way you go about it is much different than if you're really taking the person's actions personally or you're full of um, being judgmental or you're full of an opinion or you're full of... Um, Whatever, huh? 
uh, every one of us gets caught in it. So this love and understanding allows us to know there's a place to get if we want to talk to somebody about their impact on us. That's that's what you got going for you. And in that place, the, the chances of, of being able to work it out are greater than any other state of mind you could be in. That's the benefit. And so uh, you kind of use that as a guidance system while you're talking to somebody, you know. And if you lose sight of that, then doesn't it make sense then if you're not in that healing state, it might be better to take a break and come back, you know. In a way, as Sydney Banks says, it's kind of simple, you know. Uh, if you are wanting to talk to someone about something that, is important to you to talk about and is delicate to convey, the, the deeper you are in this state of understanding, um, the, 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 the greater likelihood you're going to find the words for it or you're going to be able to take care of yourself through it and the other person will feel you um, wanting to have that, having that understanding and it will help with the dialogue. So um, that's what I meant in terms of what you were saying. And I love that, um, you know, what you were saying, you're there. You can understand it's coming from their thinking. And you just want to see it a little deeper. I remember one time, it's a funny story, I was giving a presentation about the principles and we were talking about this piece of, a little differently because I've seen it deeper now since then, but just talking about this piece of understanding um, and how to uh, have understanding for other people's behaviors because of the fact that they're in a certain way of thinking. That's where it's coming from. Somebody raised their hand and said, you're making me the welcome mat for the world. Everybody's going to step all over me. You know, what's going on with this? You know, so... Um, it doesn't mean that. It, it hasn't, see, we're talking about really pointing yourself to a pure understanding. And, and, and in that pure understanding, there's an unknown. You don't know where it'll take you. But you can start to get personal thinking about understanding, right? You can get personal, you can start to see um, that it means this. It means like it'll have these implications for you. Well, that's your personal thinking on uh, this pure energy, you see. When you get to the pure energy of love and understanding, gratitude, generosity, compassion is another one we're kind of pointing to. That will guide you because once you get there, it's unknown. But if you start thinking about what it implies, um, you're going to miss it a bit. Like, I can never confront someone or I can never tell somebody I'd like them to change or uh, things like that, see? Those are uh, our own ideas about what it means to have this understanding. But once you get there in that level of consciousness, you'll be guided. You won't know until you're there. But if you point yourself before him to going to a difficult conversation and you point yourself to love and understanding and trying to get into that healing state and listening from there, that'll allow the, the best that can happen to happen. Well, I hope that was helpful to you. And I hope our conversation today uh, was helpful. I really enjoy the all of you that are joining the teleseminars. It's just great, you know. In my panel here, I see um, phone numbers and all of, of the numbers of people on the teleseminar, and it's just so great to see all the see the numbers. Um, again, um, this uh, teleseminar will uh, be posted on on my website. Uh, in the community page, we're changing the tab of that page on my website to Teleseminar tab. 
But right now it's called the community page. And again, all of the um, past fellow seminars are available for download or for you to listen to. And the uh, website is www three written out T-H-R-E-E, three principles institute dot org. And any further questions you have or any comments, you can then send them to me at dr doctor dr mark m a r k Howard H O W E R D at Comcast C O M C A S T dot net. Well, great. Um, so next next month, uh, the seminar is going to be on the fourth Tuesday. Uh, I have this wonderful opportunity. I'm going to New York to Rabbi Henry Harris. He's having me do a seminar on the principles up there in New York um, on September 14th through the 16th. And um, anybody in that area, I hope to see you. Um, and if you want a link um, to that event um, to register, again, email me, drmarkhoward at comcast.net, and I'll send you the link. So I'm going to be so happy to be out there, and hopefully I'll see some of you. So we'll be going, uh, uh, our next teleseminar will be on the fourth Tuesday of September. Again, you'll all get announcements, so don't have to worry about it. Thanks again for tuning in, and uh, loved being with you, and uh, I'll look forward to talking with you next month. Bye, everyone. The conference is now completed. Goodbye. Welcome to the conference. Please enter the conference ID, followed by the pound key.